0: Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the top 10 recovery podcast The betrayed the addicted and the expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible. Even when life does not go as planned. Every day I get to help women rise and find their own healing despite their circumstances. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. If you're looking for just betrayal topics, catch me on my former podcast where there are four years of golden content, all for free at your fingertips. All right, let's do this. We're talking about labels today and how they can help us and also hinder us. And I have my former therapist
1: and I kind of hate when you add former, like I kind of want to be current. I maybe I can't though, because you're my friend. I know that's true.
0: That's true. It's a, we've created a weird dynamic here. This is Amy <laughs> and this is Ashlyn. And um, we just have been talking for an hour without recording. So we're here. <laughs> we're here now to actually record the podcast. So, here we go. Um, Amy, thank you for being here. Of course, always. (laughs) Okay, so labels. I'm just going to start because for me, I have a whole list of labels that I have been given or taken on, but some of them have been so helpful. Like we talked before, learning what betrayal trauma was. This was a label. I labeled myself the once betrayed. I was this betrayed woman. But, and that totally was this catalyst for me being able to move into the right direction to find Amy, to get help, and to start to unravel all of this pain in my heart. So the label got me to where I am today. But I am not betrayed.
1: Mm-hmm. So, how did you move from the process of the label? putting into words and having it describe your experience, but not define you because yeah. if you still were saying I'm Ashland the betrayed, right. You don't yeah. want to stay in that space.
0: No. And I think, I mean, I remember going to your group and hating it. I hated your group, Amy, for like six shoot. weeks. Oh, shoot. not you. I, I hate I hated feeling. I had numbed it out for so long that it was like, don't make me do this. Don't make me be around people that are also feeling what I'm feeling, which makes no sense because those are the people I need.
1: <laughs> right. But I mean, I felt from my previous experience, I felt really angry going to a group when it wasn't, I, you know, I felt the same way.
0: Yes. And so it's like, I would, in the beginning, I was that victim. I have been betrayed and it's so painful. And and all now I have to go to this group that I don't want to go to. I have to spend money. I don't want to spend. I have to hire a babysitter to go out on this stupid date to therapy. Like
1: well, everything about it. I was so just mad. mad. I was the same way. And even that's part of what has What, what we were, I can speak we, but myself, I was resistant because I didn't want, I didn't want the label victim. I didn't want it. I was mad. I was like, no, I'm not a victim. I didn't want the label trauma. When I was seeing my own therapist, Dr. Skinner, and he said, you know, you are a victim of betrayal trauma. I'm like, oh, I'm not a victim of anything. And that's a hard thing, but it's not a traumatic thing. I resisted because of those labels, how much I didn't want those labels.
0: Yeah. And now you're, you and Skinner are up on this pedestal of oh gosh, helping people heal from betrayal trauma. So, I mean, if you need to tell your story at some point, so people know how amazing. And I'm you like, are. blah,
1: blah, blah. But, but really I was mad. I was mad too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be a victim. How do you feel even hearing I'm I've never victim. felt
0: like I've never labeled myself victim and said I'm definitely in victim mode, but I was definitely in victim mode.
1: Well, and how do we move play move beyond with betrayal? You are a victim. Yes,
0: you are. You are a. Victim. So it's this weird thing. of like I know. I am this thing, and I also don't want to be this thing. Don't, don't tell me I'm a don't victim. Don't <laughs> tell me I'm a victim, damn it.
1: Okay, oh shoot. But really it's, um, so even accepting I am a victim was hard and really painful and a necessary place of acceptance that, you know, I got hit by this car and I'm in a full body cast. I am a victim to that crash to that accident. I am a victim.
0: Oh. And it's heavy. But that
1: acceptance is part of the shift, it's right? Part of it. You have yeah. to, you know, you squared your shoulders and showed up at those groups just as mad, you know, you did it and oh. learned. I mean, information is powerful.
0: Yeah. And that's probably what kept me going is I love that. I love to research and understand. Help me make sense of this thing that is senseless and makes me feel like crap. And so I went, those were my be the Buffalo moments, for sure. The beginnings of this is so uncomfortable.
1: I remember because those, you know, those first few weeks we had our workbook, you loved learning, you loved the information. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, it wasn't initially connection and because it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to be here and I don't want it was it was like a like my my steeping tea you know it's like a slow process <laughs> that opened you yeah. up
0: yes very so it's funny I love learning but then I took on this other label I'm stupid mm-hmm. like I'm I'm so dumb I didn't score high on my ACTs so de- there's definite evidence here but wait I'm running three businesses But wait, am I dumb? So, I mean, I give, I've told myself a lot of different stories. Mm -hmm. And, and take on these labels that some have not helped me. They have only hindered me.
1: Right. And even, um, if you stayed in a place, you know, a, a place of I am the betrayed, that's not going mm-hmm. to help you to yeah. stay there. So, a label of, you know, getting curious beneath the when was the first time you mentioned your ACT? Is that the first time you told yourself a story when everyone's throwing around their number? And yeah, P.S. totally. Does everyone inflate their numbers like by two? Yeah. Is it like, is it like driver's license, you know, that people kind of add an inch to their, you know, how tall and, no. Minus, I wonder how many times, like, how accurate those are when everyone- I definitely said, I didn't. It I was <laughs> like, <laughs> here it is. I'm dumb.
0: And honestly, I was like, I'm not going to college because I'm dumb. Mm. And why would I go to college? Turns out I went to college. I graduated and I had a successful design business for eight years. But I didn't step in and own any of that while I was actually doing it.
1: Mm. So when, like, getting beneath, when did I tell myself that story? Mm. And then I kept wearing it. And where did you get to the process that you're like, okay, hold on. Wait a
0: second. Amy, I'm 41 years old. And this is the year I realized I'm not dumb. This is no. that sad. No. A hundred percent. I have felt, like, so small in our business. Now with my own business, I don't feel small. But I've done a lot of, you know, I've done a lot of work. You know, I've done a lot of shame work to be resilient. But I was still telling, I, it was these like labels inside of me that I didn't even realize were there. It started to unravel this year.
1: Wow. And I feel like... You're like, you are. I'm like... I'm you sure. have lots more work to do, girl. And am like, I swear that was... 2018, when you got past eight, you know. No. Nope. Um, wow. So the, the I'm so stupid or I'm not smart. It, what is the label? What is the belief there that you're talking about? Yeah,
0: I'm dumb is what I wrote down. I'm
1: dumb. I'm dumb. So how does betrayal impact that? Oh, geez. That just, how that do- just throws. I miss so much. fire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I journaled all last night about how sad I am for the younger me. Mm. She missed so much, Mm. you know? So I, I think for me this year, especially because I've been forced to be alone so much, I like a quiet house. I like my thoughts. I like to journal it's discomfort it's yucky i don't i mean i love it and i don't love it right but it's helping me find these labels i've given myself without realizing it and so let me just name some we can talk about it for a sec i just
1: um, i want to say though it's like how would you ever it's like the world seeing you no one would ever believe that you have that belief i'm dumb I know. I didn't think I had that belief. Everything you have done has turned to gold, right? Like,
0: (laughs) No, I literally, my friend, you know her, Kristen, she gave me a dancing monkey and it's in my car. It's like this solar dancing thing because I said this year, I feel like a dancing monkey. Like I make other people money. I bring other people success and I'm so sick of it. And she said, Okay, we're going to turn this around and we're going to look at this as a beautiful thing. Look how good you are mm-hmm. at turning things to gold. Look how good you are at making other people look good. And I'm like, so I see that dancing monkey every and single day. Like, and I'm like, I'm, I am, I'm powerful. And I didn't, I was, yeah. So a I label. You'll have me. friends like that. Yes, she's a good one. Okay, so I took on the label of I'm shy. I'm too loud. I'm too much. I talk too much. Um, I'm perfect. I need to be perfect. I'm a prude. I'm narrow minded. I'm critical. I'm judgmental. I'm negative.
1: Mm. I'm
0: controlling. I'm not emotionally regulated. And I'm not spiritual enough. Mm. Those are just some. <laughs>
1: those are just some. Um, and we enter into those beliefs from our relationships. Relationships uh-huh. with our friends, the people we're surrounding ourselves with, the uh, people we date, the people we marry, the um, people we gave birth to. You know, my children aren't in the house, so I can say that right now. But Our adult children will continue. Yeah. It's our relationships. And we have to be able... I mean, what you didn't know were that these were like getting... These were the labels and the beliefs that you had, right? Even yes. even with all the MDR, you could. Oh yeah.
0: Right. Well, it's it's for me. I have to. You have to notice them. And for so many, I didn't notice them. Right. Well, I'm like, I'm healing all these traumas. I'm doing all this work. I have all the shame resilience. I've stopped believing all these narratives I tell myself. But deep inside, there were still n- narratives. Um. For instance, the I'm too. I'm shy. And so this year, as I've stepped, like right before I even knew I was getting divorced, I started this hiking club for mm-hmm. women because I thought, you know what? I'm tired of waiting for people to go hiking with me. I don't feel safe hiking alone anymore all the time. Sometimes I still do and I'm safe now. Um, so I started this club. Okay, I've started a lot of clubs. I have created a lot of uh Atmospheres. if there's a dance party guess who's inviting everyone like everyone come the more the merrier I know I am not shy but
1: where did you come up where did you first tell yourself that story
0: my relationship Mm. because I I was partnered with someone who's very outgoing very charismatic that's why I was attracted because I was like I love that I love that energy I love all that but it pushed Mm. me down I'm like okay you take the spotlight i'll i'll just be quiet i'll be shy over here and so this year the and it's not like a direct message i was never told like you are this it was just like oh she's always so quiet around you know like that kind of thing so i totally shrunk i was made small and so this year as it started to come out and i'm realizing wait a second i've all these friends are my friends I've created all these relationships. I'm the one doing this. What the, and I have the benefit of having one of my best friends, Jordan, who's been on the podcast before I went to Iceland and France with her this year.
1: I feel like I need to meet her.
0: You do. She, she's known me since third grade. So she's seen lots of different Ashlands. Okay. And so when I start to unravel these labels and talk through them with her, we talk on Marco Polo. Um, she's like, Ashlyn, I know you. And you're not shy. And she reminds me like you were the girl that was taking cookies to everyone on Sunday. You were the girl who was inviting everyone to go to the parties and throwing the parties and do what
1: I, I love that. You have that kind of reality check from somebody that knows you. Yeah. What about for people that don't, how do you work through that? Um, that's a question, but I wanna kind of point out to you, probably, you know, the dancing monkey, you were so busy that the stillness, you've required the space of stillness to really uncover those yeah. beliefs, like, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would practice mindfulness, meditation, aloneness all the time when I was in my relationship. But I didn't see a lot of these. It's so I mean, I was trying. but I think for me this year, it's it's probably because I've it it bubbled up old things, right? of you know what? you aren't chosen, and you should feel rejected because you definitely were. and <laughs> all, all these things, right? so i'm I'm digging up all this stuff going, oh, so that's what fills my time is. Let me just figure out why the heck I am the way I am. I'm, I therapize myself all day long. It's terrible. I,
1: and you know, the first time, I mean, not the first time, but one of the times I witnessed you really becoming friends with yourself, your thoughts, your emotions mm-hmm. was when you lost your dad and yeah. you started hiking and you really mm-hmm. start, I mean, that's. From just me looking in, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's when I can say you really stepped into that space of kind of being your best friend.
0: Yeah, I had to. I needed it.
1: You needed it. You didn't. I mean, everybody has to. But what, like, how can we encourage people to do it, right?
0: Yeah. Don't go through the the traumas like we're talking about (laughs) divorce and death um, because it can't be done. And the the crazy part is, Amy, is I have worked through so many labels while without going through all the trauma. And so you don't have to go and be alone, divorced to figure this out. My experience. Yeah, that's what's going on over here. Uh, But you
1: do need you do need stillness. Yeah. You need to be able to be with your feelings, to be with your thoughts, to challenge, where did the stories, like, where, when did I first come up with that, with that story? And what to do, you know, my, I am so grateful for the reference points that I can reality check for the people in my life, like Jordan, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Does everyone have those people? What Probably do do? not that what long, do you
0: do you don't? but I journal <laughs> and I find truth. Like, what am I assuming? What am I making up? Cause sometimes a lot of these things are, are based in some truth, right? Like I'm not dumb, but yeah, I did score really low on my ACT. So I have some evidence over here. <laughs> I, have a lot, I have a lot more evidence on this side saying you're not dumb. Oh my goodness.
1: So, so the space Fact of, <laughs> the space of, I think, first recognizing labels, like which, just being curious about the labels yeah. that, that we give to ourselves and that we give to others, pay attention if yes. you say what? They're too,
0: people, they're too, too much of whatever.
1: I feel like it's been so long since I've had any part of conversations like this, but, um, she thinks she's like, she's snobby. Maybe. Mm. Not. Um, pay attention to, I mic. get
0: people label me cause I have good posture. <laughs> One of my friends saw me walking out of target and she's like, I thought that was you, but your posture was so, like, she's so confident. And I'm like, but you remember I have a fused back, right? Like, I physically have to have good posture." <laughs> I'm not like, I'm trying not to come off as like, but I come off that way. That's a label.
1: That's a label. And so I okay, think being curious about what are the labels that are sticking to us that we stick to ourselves. And then what are the labels being cu- equally curious? What are the labels that we stick on we people that are not?
0: True. I love that. I love that. Okay. So.
1: You're looking what? at the clock. Time management, you know, that's not my thing, Ashlyn. You're like, okay, how long have we just been rambling?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> Shoot. Uh,
1: this is um, that I have like an hourglass here. Don't tip it over. I have clocks here. Don't have batteries. This is like such an Amy thing.
0: We're only 20 minutes in. Okay. We're, we're doing fantastic. Well, people can this long. Okay. <laughs> Also, I don't edit my podcast, so you. you're welcome
1: <laughs> for the free okay.
0: This is why Amy's not my therapist; she's my friend, <laughs> right?
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: um, but Amy's seen me through all of it, right? You've seen me take down some labels and and find who I am. So, let's say I do have a mo- a recent experience where I was with a friend. She's actually in one of my women's groups and we went hiking together and she said, she's divorced. And she says, I'm interested in this guy at work, except he's uh, he's too intelligent for me.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And she's like, I'm super interested, but I'm so dumb. So she feels like inferior or she, you know, I don't, we're not a good fit, but they get along, they have fun, they have banter. There's a little flirting. And my immediate is like, well, wait, <laughs> what is the story you're telling yourself, what is
1: right? the story you're telling yourself? Where did that belief, like investigate, right? hmm Like, where did that come from? Think about, he's too intelligent. But for her, it was like,
0: what? You know, because we don't even know. So I do the same thing. I'll say something about myself that it's like wait I just labeled myself something really negative.
1: Well and what's interesting is if I hear somebody say you're too intelligent that's again like I was saying you're placing that sticker on someone. You're
0: yeah. Boring. Ah so yeah yeah.
1: yeah. to say to him I feel like you're just too intelligent for me. He might gonna... have a label of like "shoo, I am so boring." Oh man. But so what did you do? What did you tell her?
0: Um, just the, get curious about, is, curious about saying you're dumb. And it was cute because the next day, I don't remember exactly, but she Marco pulled the group. Like, I am just sitting in this going, what in the heck? Like, I didn't realize I was labeling myself this, but I can do this, you know? And I love this. And she's finding truth. She's fact-checking and, and telling that to shut up because she's tired of that story.
1: Well, and we're going to find evidence either way. Right. Yeah. Like, um, labels that don't help us, you know, we can look for evidence of like wherever we want to find it. So yeah. I'm dumb. That's a story. But if you're looking for you know what? I, I have done so many successful, I'm, I'm actually really smart. <laughs> like that's not yeah. true. So, um, I thought it was interesting. I, you think about a label, we talked about the label, the diagnosis of betrayal trauma. Another one would be, you know, borderline personality disorder. And you hear that, and what do you feel? Carrie. It's like, Ooh.
0: yeah, it's but a lot. If,
1: but what if you heard, um, you know, borderline personality disorder, they're 13 times more likely to have a lot of childhood trauma. So what if instead mm. of that you hear trauma, you hear childhood trauma? Um, I don't know labels that help and hurt. Um, mm-hmm. So, what are some of the the labels that you do accept? Mm. Those are the I am that are sometimes as hard to. I know. As like we can get into okay. The story I'm telling myself, these negative beliefs.
0: Yeah. I know that I am, I am, what's the word? I am dedicated. Mm -hmm. I am resilient. I am capable. I am open-minded. I am empathetic and loving. I'm lovable. I'm getting on that one. I'm, I'm, work, I'm, I'm working I'm, at it.
1: I'm, I'm fun. fun.
0: I'm inclusive. I'm active.
1: I'm accepting and compassionate yeah. and kind and I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm loyal. I am loyal. You are the most loyal, the worst kind of loyal. That's that's why you have friends. Let me just say, that's why you have friends that go back to the third grade. I know it's because the same, you know, I know that I I talked about Dan Siegel's work, the coal, the curiosity, open acceptance, loving kindness. Those are the attributes that we have in our secure attachments. And so those characteristics, that's why, that's why you have friends that date back to the third grade.
0: Yeah. I'm going to add one because I read it. That friend, she wrote me a note and I have it up on my bulletin board. And it says, it's like a think, you know, but it says, you make me feel safe. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and I just started mm-hmm. crying. I was like, oh, I am. I'm safe. I'm safe. And I'm that's also safe. what I crave the most. So it made me feel good. Like I am what I want in someone else.
1: Ashlyn, I love that you're doing this. Yes, because I feel it in my heart. I really do. What's interesting, Um, I was talking to you earlier about Tara Barak and she, one of her mindfulness exercises is to place your hand over your heart and keep pressing as you're saying until you feel that space. I am safe. You will Mm -hmm. feel the emotion come up Mm -hmm. as you press in that and you say those positive things safe
0: when I do my um spoken meditations my like guided I always do this and I always have my hands on my heart because it feels better than having my hands at my knees or having doing a pose I'm like no I just need to feel and I have to put like my hand on my skin like I just need skin to skin
1: I love I love that and even even try adjusting the pressure until Mm. you feel that kind of release
0: i'm gonna go do it right after this
1: i'm sorry well the fact i'm doing it in the record i forgot we were recording and i'm like i am safe and i put, so so, yeah it's like amy let me remind you remember how you used to be scared of recording you probably should be right now stop um but (laughs) the cole approach tara brock Radical Acceptance. I swear, yeah. you. have you have you read that book? No. Okay. Fully, um, one of my favorite takeaways from that book. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Okay, um, I'm gonna put it on. If you want Cliff Note version, which you don't usually go see, you're smart. You don't go for Cliff Note version anything
0: Mm-mm.
1: ever. Um, but if you want Cliff Note version, she walks through a like 10-minute meditation. You can look it up just on YouTube with her okay. her RAIN approach to mindfulness.
0: Okay. And say what that is.
1: Okay. Her RAIN approach is the R is recognize. The A okay. is allow. The I is investigate. And the N is is nurture so you can see those steps of rain similar to this to dan siegel's whole mm-hmm. approach with you get to that space of first having curiosity to recognize yeah what words make me feel certain ways and where am i feeling them in my body being open to just accepting them that it's not it's not right wrong good or bad they just are, but being curious enough to look at and then investigate, when did I start telling myself that story mm-hmm. and, and hmm, really investigate and then nurture the end part of Tara Brock's nurture is the L part of Dan Siegel's, um, that loving kindness, the love Mm -hmm. that loving kindness and compassion towards self that see my hands are still up here i know
0: we're just gonna Um, do it like this we're just gonna just
1: let's just (laughs) start. hands on our hearts we believe in what we believe (laughs) you know what um but really that that rain exercise is just thank thankfully that that friend talked to you and was vulnerable enough to say hey i'm interested in this guy but he's too I think he's too smart for me. Mm -hmm. And to you are safe that she could share that. You could say, wait, 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 slow down. Where did that come from? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Challenge it. Investigate that. Show yourself the loving kindness. What do I need? Nurture to combat those um labels that aren't true.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what you just walked us through. One of my favorite, um, I keep saying, I'm going to make a shirt that says it, uh, that makes sense. Like when you can go through and work through those steps and get to the nurture part, that for me is like, well, it makes sense. Of course. That's, I of believed course, that. Of right? course.
1: Yeah. Of course. And it's, based on our relational experience. Yeah. Of, like, of course I would believe that. And that is not true. I can challenge it. And mm-hmm. And then you can have, you know, grief for that. I don't know. How old are you when you take the ACT? I think some like 17, you can have grief. Yeah. for a 17 year old that felt ashamed In and terrorist, right? Totally. So. Um, it is, it's exactly what you're saying. I mean,
0: if I were to go read you my journal of last night, it's, I went through the different stages of feeling that sadness. For Ashlyn at this stage, and Ashlyn at this stage. Ashlyn a few days ago.
1: Right. And guess
0: what? Ashlyn yesterday, because I showed up, I'm never nervous to do a podcast. You know that. I'm just like, show up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and yet, yesterday, when I showed up to a podcast with a very masculine, healthy man, I was so nervous, and he could feel it, and it he could bring out what I have been trying to explain for so long in therapy. Like, I just feel small. I just feel n- not safe with, I want to be open with men and I can't, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm stuck.
1: I love and that.
0: he saw it. And I'm like, I'm so sad for the Ashlyn that came into that podcast, just nervous and scared because she never is but I'm also so grateful because guess what? It gave me the next step. Mm
1: -hmm. He helped
0: me see what I've been trying to express and be able to say. So yeah, I'm still, I can still be sad for that Ashlyn.
1: And you can, you can say to the Ashlyn, what yesterday, was it two days ago? I am so proud of you for stepping into a yes. space. I am so proud of you. That's that higher self or that saying, mm-hmm. I mean, you stepped into a space that was uncomfortable. And as a yeah. result, you know, now it's like, okay, yeah. the next thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I think this is work for anyone to do. We Absolutely. all take on labels, good or bad we've taken them on and so it's i don't know I, figuring out and starting to recognize what is my most current is it that i'm a bad mom i'm a bad cook i'm a bad friend
1: you know i i love i would just invite this is the invite i want would invite everyone to slow down enough to even pay attention to to the words, words are powerful. Um, I was at church on Sunday and the speaker s- said, I was a wild child and in a shameful way. I sent her a message and I was like, wild? That is one of my favorite words. That is not <laughs> a shaming word.
0: I'm literally reading wild power right now. <laughs>
1: okay, but really wild, you know, that, that, that was a, I could tell she had shame, like I was wild.
0: And what does that even mean, and what right? is We all interpret
1: mean? that different. And it's like, right. But, but even still, it's like, okay, be curious about the word wild. Be curious about every word. And now everyone's so exhausted. Like, okay, we don't want to be curious about every word. But really, when you feel a response to a word, be curious yeah.
0: about it. I like that. And I, I know that I'm still doing this. I know I am because I showed up on that podcast I recorded yesterday with um, Jake Woodard and mm. I, I was kind of like push I was keeping myself small I was saying thing I'm like I don't talk like that it's like Who, what, what's
1: coming out of me um, I've it.
0: it was embarrassing I'm not gonna lie I was embarrassed because but it was proof to me I mean, I'm very open. I still need help. I still need people ahead of me to say, hey, look, why don't you look at it this way? Hey, what about this? Um, because I can't figure everything out on my own.
1: Well, and you felt embarrassed because you were betraying yourself. You're like, yeah. this isn't me. Like, yeah. I am showing up in a way that is not me. That is yeah. not, you're not shy. This, this is me. This is me. The <laughs> rambly is- weirdo. So, I, see, I just
0: gave myself a label. You did, like, stop it stop it see guys we we're still doing it we're We're just here to help
1: think about the label um just all of them the positive the ones you want to to give to yourself and really really think about it think about the labels that um that we give to our children that we give to you know they're hyper they're
0: (laughs) annoying
1: right like but but Things that's so, go.
0: but that is, I mean, your kids, what we tell our kids is incredibly powerful.
1: Powerful. And, what and tell
0: yeah. And so the other day when Lucy said, Ellie, you're so annoying. It was a very quick, I'm not annoying. What I'm doing can be annoying.
1: Did it always say that?
0: Yeah. Like no, I'm no. not annoying. Don't make, but me. then I can, I can do it to myself, obviously. So um, I'm gonna share, where is it? This is one of my favorite songs to meditate to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's called The Rising, and it's by Essie Jane John, maybe? E-S-S-I-E-J-A-I-N. And I have it, it's labeled Iceland Meditation. Because when I was in Iceland, I played these specific um, songs. But I'm going to go and listen to that right now after we end this and do my I am's and have my hand on my skin where my heart is. And I'm just going to feel.
1: I love that. And I would just invite everyone again, um, listen to Tara Brock her rain meditation. One of my favorite parts that's beautiful about that meditation is sitting in the stillness and the beauty after the rain. You know, we're mm. a pretty really snowy day, but being able to enjoy the rain, but then also, you know, sitting in the space after the rain. And you think about after it's after it's rained and the smells and this the feeling of um you feel content and you feel like enjoy sitting in that space after the mm. rain.
0: So okay. I found her meditations on the podcast app, so I'm gonna go do that. Okay. Thank you so much, Amy.
1: Always a pleasure to talk to you, Ashlyn. See now I just <laughs> put up in a way that's not me. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not you. I love you. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time,
1: be the Buffalo.